Welcome to episode two of Overheard in the Gym. My name's Stuart, I'm a fitness coach and online personal trainer, and this is the show that sets straight the fitness rumors that you overhear in the gym every day. From dubious training techniques to fad diets, we're gonna sift through the nonsense and tell you what is really working and what you can actually apply to make your life fitter and healthier. And I'm sure you're all gonna be thrilled to hear that this week's official personal trainer certified advice is that you can now all stop doing sit-ups. That's right, everybody's least favorite exercise in the gym, with the exception possibly of burpees, you can all stop doing sit-ups from now on. Because today's episode is all about the number one question that I've been asked in the gym over the last few weeks, which is, what's the best way to lose my belly? Or more specifically, can you show me the one exercise that I can do to lose my belly? And the answer, more often or not, James from accounts, is mm, no, sorry, I can't. And that's not me being really awkward, that's just generally because there isn't really one perfect exercise to lose your belly. In fact, there probably isn't even one perfect exercise for anything. Um, it's all gonna be about what you're working towards, what your goal is, where you're starting from, and what your end point is. And while we're all craving that washboard six pack look ready for the beach, the reality is that for the majority of us, that's actually quite hard to achieve. And we'll generally need to sort out a few bits and pieces along the way before we start seeing those abs really appear. But I did promise that you wouldn't have to do any sit-ups anymore. So let's get started. We'll take a look at what we can do to get those abs showing and how you can get there. The first thing we need to understand is that when people talk about losing their belly, really what they're talking about is wanting to lose body fat. And for the most part, that's gonna be the body fat that collects around the middle of the body, around the hips and around the stomach. And as that body fat collects and builds up below the skin, but in front of those muscles, then those abs become less and less visible. And we tend to see then that growing beer belly or excess uh, fat gaining around that waist. Which means the good news is that actually everybody has a six pack. It just might be hidden away a little bit and takes a bit of work uh, before it starts showing. When we think about a strong core, we think of that six pack, that traditional, stereotypical, big block in the middle of the stomach that is really visible on Instagram uh, and pretty much every fitness professional that you're likely to follow. But the truth is this only forms a small part of your total overall core, uh, also known as the TVA or the transverse abdominus or something like that anyway, which stretches all the way around the body and acts like a brace. It keeps us upright, it keeps us in that nice strong seated position, it supports our back, it supports the rest of the body in being able to function properly. So a strong core is really important, whether you can see those abs or not. And that's where core exercises are great. They help strengthen those muscles, improve our core strength, improve our ability to sit and stand upright without any pain. But doing countless sit-ups, despite the ads on TV, the latest assisted sit-up machine from America that all the Hollywood stars are using, uh, isn't gonna get you that washboard look. It isn't gonna help burn that body fat. In fact, what it's likely to become is just a really expensive ornament that's collecting dust under the stairs that never really sees the light of day. The other assumption when we're trying to lose our belly or our uh, body fat around that waist is that we can spot target or spot reduce fat in a particular area on the body. So whether that's around our waist, it might be around our legs, it might be around our bum. The chances are that somewhere uh, around the body is a deposit of fat that we really want to get rid of. 
But the truth is we can't simply target that one area. The body doesn't work like that. It's not going to simply go, oh, great, you've done a side crunch, perfect. I'm going to burn that little bit of fat on the right-hand side of the body. In fact, if we were able to spot reduce or spot target fat, then let's be fair, we'd all be laughing. The world would finally be free of beer bellies and love handles. What we need to do instead is improve the body's overall composition so that it's carrying less body fat, which in turn reveals more muscle mass, which means we look leaner and we look more toned and defined and our abs start to show. And generally, we might be feeling more body confident. And the truth is that to see those abs really starting to come out, you're probably going to need to be somewhere near single digit body fat percentages. So somewhere sub 10% um, will start to see those muscles becoming more and more prominent. The bad news is single digit body fat is tough. It's hard work. I spent 274 days counting my calories and training to a really specific periodized plan to try and get my body fat down. Now to be fair, I got to about 8.2%, which was awesome, but it lasted about two weeks because that's tough. And I wasn't willing to cut my calories anymore, to do any more cardio, to do any more steps. It just wasn't worth the real long-term commitment that's needed to keep those abs visible all the time. Plus I went on holiday and probably nailed my entire weekly calorie intake in about the first 30 seconds. So if sit-ups aren't the answer, then what should we be doing to reduce that body fat and start to see those abs appear? Well, there are a couple of different methods and both play into each other quite nicely. The first thing we're gonna to need to do is be really aware of our total calorie intake. I know it's boring and you've heard it time and time again and Facebook posts and Instagram posts and probably for most people in the gym as well. But the only way to really look at losing body fat is to manage our calorie intake and to create a calorie deficit. So we need to be eating a little less than our body requires so that it starts using up those excess energy stores in the body itself rather than taking that energy directly from food. And that also means that you need to know how many calories your body needs day to day to keep on working. So here's the sciencey bit. Everybody has a basal metabolic rate. That's the minimum amount of calories that your body needs to function on a daily basis. And above that, your body also needs calories to do the things that it does every day. If you're particularly active, you're going to need far more calories than somebody that isn't as active, regardless of what level of fitness you're at. Now, there are a number of different ways that you can work out how many calories you need day to day. You can go online, pop it into Google, and you'll probably get some results. But one of the easiest things to do is to take your body weight in pounds and times it by 12 if you're not very active, 13 if you're fairly active, and 14 if you're very active. And this should give you a fairly good guide to where you should be starting off. But ultimately, this is all an experiment. There's not a specific number per person, and it'll take a little bit of tweaking to find that exact calorie number that's right for you, that's gonna allow you to work every day and lose a little bit of weight at the same time. And this is going to create a calorie deficit. Now we can also create a calorie deficit by being more active, by doing more. So if we sit down all day in the office in work, then we can simply increase our daily steps. We can start doing a little more. We can stand up, we can go for a walk, we can go for a run, we can do a class, we can go to the gym, we can go swimming. We can be generally more active. 
even if it's just a case of parking five minutes further down the road away from the office, that extra five minutes of, uh, of exercise is gonna burn a few more calories, which is gonna help you get through that energy expenditure. And if we can combine a slight calorie deficit with increased uh, calorie expenditure through exercise, then we're gonna start seeing that body lose weight, lose body fat in a fairly consistent, controlled manner over a period of time. But if there isn't one type of specific exercise that we should be doing, then what should we be doing? Well, the answer really is we want to be doing stuff that gets as many muscles and as much of our body working at once as possible. So if we can be doing big compound exercises, so things where lots of muscle groups are working all at once, then we're gonna be having a far more efficient workout. It's gonna be a far quicker workout, and it's probably gonna save us a load of time just running endlessly on the treadmill or cycling endlessly on the bike, which unfortunately for some of you is gonna mean using weights. It's gonna mean getting on the resistance machines or using the free weights or taking part in a class that's gonna encourage big, uh, explosive movements that you might not be used to doing but I can guarantee that if you get those type of exercises into your workout into your routine you're gonna see a far greater benefit from it in the long run not only from a fat burning or calorie deficit point of view but uh, from a general overall health point of view as well your body's gonna be moving far better it's gonna be getting a bit of tension it's gonna be working through different angles and movements stuff that it's not used to and as a result of that, we're gonna feel better and move better and we'll probably see fewer aches and pains, not initially, maybe, because you're probably gonna be feeling stiff, but certainly in the long run, as your body gets used to the type of movement and the type of exercise that it's doing, we're gonna be feeling far better for it. And that does take us into a cardio versus weights argument, which we won't go into today, but may well pop up in the podcast in the future. So there you have it. Stop doing sit-ups to get a six-pack. Sounds pretty good to me. And that's that for today's show. If you've enjoyed it, please like, share, or comment. Get in touch. Let me know what you thought about it. And of course, if you've overheard anything in the gym that you'd like us to have a look at, get in touch, and it might make it onto another podcast. Until then, guys, keep moving.